0: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
1: It is National Championship Monday. Live right here on a Monday. On the morning after on Sports Grid. Sirius XM, Channel 159. That is the home for Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM, all across the Sports Grid network as well. I'm Ben Stevens. Thank you for joining us here to start off your new week. Live on the morning after, a new week begins as the entire college basketball season comes to an end tonight in Houston texas in just about 14 hours from now yes the game tips at 9 20 p.m eastern time so in just about 14 hours from now a national champion in men's college basketball will be crowned in the 2023 ncaa tournament connecticut in san diego state battle for that national title tonight connecticut looking for its fifth National championship in the last 24 years. It would be the most during this span. San Diego State appearing in a national championship game for the first time in program history. So how did we get to this stage on a Monday night in H-Town? April 3rd to crown a national champion. Final Four Saturday in Houston. And it started with drama. In fact, the first true game-winning buzzer beater in the NCAA tournament, dating back to 2021. Lamont Butler, as time expires, a right baseline jumper sends the Aztecs to their first ever national title game, 72-71, as San Diego State advances past Florida Atlantic in the Final Four. Now, the Aztecs did close as a -a two-and-a-half-point favorite, so FAU does cover as the slight underdog as San Diego State and Lamont Butler win it at the buzzer butler only had nine points in the game three of six from the floor he was sdsu's leading scorer in the elite eight matchup two weekends ago against creighton but the only points that really matter for san diego state that final jumper from the Mont butler as time expired so let's tell the tale for the Aztecs, one of the winningest teams in college basketball in the last four years. In fact, they have won 83% of their games. It's the third best margin in all of the sport in the last four years. Under Brian Dutcher, who became the head coach in 2017, 2018. In fact, their winning percentage over these six seasons, 76.5%. But where San Diego State struggled was once they got to the big dance. This, their first ever appearance in a national championship game, first ever spot in a Final Four. It was the first ever time a Mountain West team, that being San Diego State, had ever even reached the Elite Eight. Under Brian Dutcher, the Aztecs prior to this NCAA tournament, winless 0-3 in their previous trips to the Big Dance. But now, playing for a national championship game on this Monday night. Connecticut It's been a very different story. UConn has been by far the most dominant team in this NCAA tournament. UConn has five victories, of course, to appear in the national championship game. All five wins for Dan Hurley's Huskies have come by at least 13 points. The average margin of victory for UConn here in this NCAA tournament, 20.6 points per game. As They win by 13, 72-59, covering as a a five-and-a-half-point favorite against Miami in the Final Four nightcap on Saturday night. Adama Sonogo, the big man for Connecticut, dominant once again as well, his third double-double in this 2023 NCAA tournament. 21 points, 10 boards against Miami on saturday night quickly we welcome in our sports grade radio audience here our number one of a monday a national championship monday on the morning after sirius xm channel 159 all of our radio terrestrial affiliates now in the fold as well i am ben stevens connecticut has been dominant not just in this NCAA tournament but in all 16 of their games this year against non-conference opponents in fact including their five victories in this big dance UConn now a perfect 16-0 straight up against non-conference foes 15-0-1 against the number an average margin of victory of 24.7 points per game all of their 16 non-con wins have come by at least double digits all of their victories here in the big dance by at least 13 points so Connecticut and San Diego State face off for a national championship tonight. The early look-ahead line was four and a half in favor of Yukon entering Final Four weekend. When the line opened up following the conclusion of play on Saturday night in H-Town, it was five and a half in favor of Yukon. It has swiftly moved in favor of the Huskies, seven and a half points. The total up by two from the opening number as well at 132 and a half plenty of time to preview the national championship on this Monday but it was a national title game yesterday in the NCAA women's tournament here in 2023 where the actual game on the playing surface not as important as the discussion and conversation following it and LSU's first ever national championship that should have been the story but so many other things are what we discussed today following National Championship Sunday in Dallas. LSU does knock off Iowa. The three-seed Tigers, the two-seeded Iowa Hawkeyes, and LSU wins one hundred two eighty-five outright as a three-and-a-half-point underdog. The 102 points the Bayou Bengals scored for their first-ever national title, the most ever in Division I history in the NCAA tournament in a national championship game. LSU shot 64.7% from three, but there's a ton of conversation about the officiating in that game, as porous as you will find in celebrations after the national championship game as well. We'll discuss that a little bit later on in our number one. More of the morning after, up next, live right here on Sports Live right here on the morning after on Sports Grid, but not just any ordinary Monday. It is National Championship Monday, live right here on TMA. I am Ben Stevens. We are live all across the Spiz Grizz network, as is Donnie Wrightside. DRS stepping into the mix here on the morning after. DRS, we will recap what happened this weekend in the Final Four to set the stage for a Monday night in Houston where a team will cut down the nets as a national champion DRS as always we appreciate your time to start off this new week live on a Monday on the morning after
2: championship Monday love it masters week here a lot going on so make sure you stay tuned to sports grid here but let's get after it final four action and a championship yeah let's do it
1: DRS as you came on in the commercial break you said to me Connecticut is a blue blood a new blood a blue blood it does not matter UConn looks tonight For its fifth national championship in the last 24 big dances. Four in the last 23 already. That is the most in this span in all of the country in college basketball. And DRS this time, there is no doubt how Connecticut got here. UConn has been by far the most dominant side in this 2023 men's NCAA tournament. As we saw exemplified on Saturday night in Houston. 72 59, a 13-point victory over Miami. DRS, UConn has five wins, of course, now in the NCAA tournament. All five coming by at least 13 points per game. A lot has stood out about Dan Hurley's Huskies. DRS, what has impressed you the most?
2: I mean, the depth overall, Ben, I keep on using this term with Kevin here on the early line saying it feels like a hockey line change. You know, sometimes you take a look and say, man, if one guy gets in foul trouble, two guys get in foul trouble, you're in trouble here. But these guys are playing at the top of their game and being subbed in and out, and they're not even missing a beat here, Ben. It's very impressive to see the dominance from roughly eight, nine or ten players from UConn, as most teams in college basketball just be happy with a great starting lineup.
1: Absolutely so DRS you take out Adama Sanogo who has three double doubles out of five games mm-hmm. here in the NCAA tournament averaging more than 20 points per game and nearly 10 boards how about a 7-2 freshman Donovan Klingon that comes off the bench all right you need some shooting Nahima and Joey Calcaterra have provided that spark for Dan Hurley's team off the bench depth balance and dominance. That is what UConn has been here in the NCAA tournament. And really, DRS, when they've played a team outside of their Big East Conference, it's been dominance all year, including their five victories in the NCAA tournament. 16-0 and now for UConn against non-conference foes this year. 15-0-1 against the spread. DRS, as you think of NCAA tournament's past, is this the most dominant run you can remember?
2: It feels like it at this point, and also just to add to that dominance here, UConn started out in one of the toughest brackets that we thought were to say, man, who's going to come out of this region here, and UConn was the one that done it, but also, Ben, when you try to take a look at overall what makes some sense in the tournament, oh, look at UConn, Ben, just getting lucky with the teams they play, you don't schedule. You don't schedule, here's the six teams we want to play in the tournament that we match up well with. You just beat the teams in your path, and they've done it at every break. And to get back to your point on UConn's absolute dominance out of conference play, you know what would have been a great April Fool's Day joke where they said San Diego State just joined the Big East here, as then maybe they would have a chance because that's seemingly the only way that you can catch up to UConn is if you're a Big East team here. Outside of the conference, they are sensational, and they've done it all the way through the tournament, Ben.
1: Pre-tournament title odds, 21-1 to for Connecticut. Yeah. Entering Final Four weekend and odds on favorite, minus 130. Tonight, if you look at the money line, it's minus 335 to just win the mm. basketball game outright and claim a national championship. But DRS to get to the Final Four is one of the highest accomplishments in all of college basketball. And for the first time ever, Miami pulled that off. Underhead coach... Jim Laranega, 20-5 DRS, entering the Final Four on Saturday night, now 20-6 and six, against the spread as an underdog the past two years. As you think about Miami DRS, how would you describe this run to its first ever Final Four?
2: It was sensational. And you have a coach that's getting up there in years, basically saying like, no, I'm not going anywhere. I feel great. Every time I take the sideline, we have a chance to win. You also have a conglomerate on the sideline by John Ruiz of the NIL. So you say, oh, Miami might be a flash in the pan. What? Elite eight last year, final four this year, probably going to get another great player in the transfer portal because money seems to not be a factor down at Miami. And also, how about the run? This wasn't as if Miami went out and just beat terrible basketball teams. Look at the two wins they had, Houston and Texas on their way to the final four. This team's here to stay, man, and I'm excited about it. The ACC with a new blue blood might be Miami.
1: Miami, the winners of the ACC regular season crown as well. All right, D.R.S., the first game in Houston on Saturday night was one that featured the first true game-winning buzzer beater in the NCAA tournament since the Final Four in 2021. Lamont Butler sends the Aztecs of San Diego State to their first-ever national championship. D.R.S., as you saw that possession play out first for fau john l davis drives the shot is deflected by a gueca rope of sdsu they take it down brian dutcher doesn't call a timeout it doesn't look like for a second the aztecs drs are even going to get a shot off lamont butler nearly steps out of bounds he doesn't and drains the right baseline jumper as time expires to send san diego state to a national final drs the shot goes in what was your first reaction
2: Just tremendous, and that's what we all live to see. We love that stuff. We love the fight in these two teams, because also keep in mind, it looked like Florida Atlantic was probably going to close them out, and all of a sudden San Diego State's like, you know, we're going to get every single offensive rebound here to make sure we keep it close. But I love the fact, and you know me, if anybody follows me on Twitter, I can't stand timeouts in college basketball. I don't think either team should have any timeouts because the amount of commercial breaks that we already have (laughs) built in it. But the fact that your head coach in the biggest moment of his career and your player's career trusted his guys in the moment to make a play bet. And you're so right. You see a guy dribbling around the baseline. (laughs) You're going to get a jump shot off. Clutch player, clutch performance. He'll remember that for the rest of his life. And then still has the chance to play in a national championship. It certainly was a special moment for San Diego State for sure.
1: Donnie, James Young and I were live on our final four marathon in-game live bracket central. We don't look at the odds under two minutes remaining because we want those live and genuine pure reactions. But because there was a dead ball timeout prior to FAU going on offense, I looked at the odds. It was expected that Florida Atlantic would close out the game minus 360 live on the money line right before they get to stop San Diego State plus 255 live and they come back to cash that ticket drs san diego state got here because of their defense four straight games to start the ncaa tournament all under they're only over on saturday night against florida atlantic drs as you watch san diego state make its run throughout this ncaa tournament when did you start to believe that this playing in a national title game was possible for the aztecs
2: well, it's kind of funny, Ben, because most people say a look like, oh, we don't really watch too much San Diego State basketball. They've been a very good program for a long time, almost on that Gonzaga level where you're waiting for them to possibly make a run if it is their time. And this year it was. When you're beating Alabama, right? Because you got to slow it down, do a lot of things correctly. That's how you knew they for real. And also, he said, Well, they beat Creighton. Creighton's a very good ball club out of the Big East. This sure. was a few years in the making, but once they finally got over the hump of taking down a number one seed, you knew the truth was out there and they could certainly get it the and they might be able to do it tonight
1: regular season success for san diego yeah. state in six years under brian dutcher prior to this big dance winless in march that has yeah. forever changed and drs a sincere hat tip for the nine seed out of the east region florida atlantic showing us the beauty of this new era of college basketball taking advantage Of a year filled with parody, FAU reached its first ever Final Four. DRS just over two weeks ago in its second ever trip to the big dance. With a round of 64 victory over Memphis, it was the first ever NCAA tournament victory for FAU. A long shot, but with 35 wins this year, the most in college basketball, certainly not a Cinderella. Donnie Wrightside is back. Up next, as we preview, Monday night in Houston a national championship game between UConn and San Diego State. Come back and join us live right here on this Monday on the Morning app.
0: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
1: Welcome back to National Championship Monday, live right here on the morning after on SportsGrid. Sirius XM Channel 159. All across the Sports Grid network. I am Ben Stevens. DRS is here in the saddle as well on this National Title Monday. To now look at the matchup we have tonight in Houston, Texas, where one team DRS in about mm, 14 hours from now or so will be left standing. Atop the mountain that is college basketball. Cutting down the nets on a physical ladder as a national title winner. DRS, it is Connecticut in San Diego State. SDSU here for the first time ever in program history. UConn looking for its fifth national championship in the last 24 years. DRS entering Final Four weekend. The early look-ahead line for this potential national title matchup was a a four-and-a-half point spread in favor of UConn. It seemed fitting. Connecticut dominant again in the Final Four against Miami. The line opens up late on Saturday night. What does all of that odds movement and how drastically it happened signify to you about tonight's matchup?
2: it shows how good UConn actually is and the fear of not only I guess the FanDuel sports book but also the sports better out here is just we need to find some money for some people to come back on San Diego State because even though San Diego State is in the final oh well, they're on a bad win no you don't have a losing streak heading into a championship game because you've won five straight games after your conference tournament and you're a good ball club here let's also keep in mind Ben it's not a seven game series where it looks like UConn would run anybody off the court and maybe even a sweep it's a one game set which we saw yesterday here if you're just taking a look at the women's game. Upsets do happen. Bad officiating happens. Bad breaks do happen. And all it takes is your team to play a better game than the other team. And there you are at the end of the game. We're also not taking a look at Ben, a 15 and a half point line. It is under 10 points. There's right. a realistic shot that San Diego State can win this game. And also, if you're trying to break it down and trying to correlate which makes the most sense, we just flashed up there, FanDuel Sportsbook showing what? A 132 and a half as a total. If you're looking at that and you say this yep. game is going over, that's probably Ben played at a Connecticut pace here at that point. So if I'm looking for a San Diego State and try to correlate it, you would take the points and hope that that game is under limited possessions. Maybe UConn gets in a little bit of foul trouble. The three-point shots aren't going down. But having said that, do you see how I'm just trying to get this angle up? Well, if UConn fouls out, if UConn stinks from the three-point line and they just don't have their A game, that's what it's going to take for San Diego State to beat them tonight. But also from a handicapping perspective, Ben, we're not talking about just picking the winner. That's probably going to be easy to do with UConn. You're probably going to have to win by double digits. But again, having said that, Boy, who's stepping in front of UConn now? Specifically at the end of the game, they're up five points. You can get a couple free throws and knock that one down. But even when UConn hasn't brought their best basketball in the tournament, Ben, they've still been dominant and are rolling teams repeatedly by double digits.
1: All five victories for Dan Hurley's Huskies by at least 13 points. Defense is an interesting thing, DRS. San Diego State, their first four victories entering Final Four Saturday, all played to an under 12th consecutive for Brian Dutcher's Aztecs, dating back to the regular season. But UConn held Miami to just 59 points in the Final Four. Gonzaga to only 54 points in the Elite Eight. So DRS, as you look at the tail of the tape tonight between Connecticut and SDSU, What do you believe is the key matchup between the Huskies and the Aztecs?
2: It's Connecticut's offense going up against San Diego State's defense because San Diego State here is a top five defensive team. I say, great, how's that match up? Well, UConn's a top three def- or, excuse me offensive team, according to Ken Palm. Now, when you're trying to level out, who's more labored, Ben? Isn't that what it comes down to here? Because when you watch the Miami Hurricanes go up against Connecticut, they're all – they're imp- Miami's impressive. They play very good defense, they're really athletic, they have great guard play. But didn't it seem to you, Ben, like every time down the court, it's like, man. It's really hard to score against UConn, regardless if you have great players. And you're taking a look at a San Diego State team that's not like Gonzaga level. And the reason I bring up Gonzaga is certainly they're not in the final game here with a chance to win it. But that's a team to okay, if they can get hot on offense and be fluid with a dominant post player, you can give UConn some issues. You blew them right off the floor. So where are the points coming from from San Diego State? If I need to be labored up and down the court to try to get points, I really can't back that team. So again, we're leaning more on UConn not playing that well, and San Diego State really rising to the occasion. But the matchup I'm most interested again is UConn on offense. They look effortless, Ben. They're going up against a really good defensive team that's going to have to put the screws to them.
1: Don't forget, this is a 48-hour turnaround, not virtually a full week off entering Houston in the Final Four on Saturday. Now for these two teams facing off for a national championship tonight on a Monday. The most points Connecticut has allowed in their five victories in the Big Dance 65 when they beat Arkansas by 23 in the Sweet 16 just over a week ago. So, DRS, the total on the rise as well. It opened at 130 and a half for this national title matchup, now up to 132 in a hook. I'll ask you this, DRS, how can San Diego State keep this game close? If the Aztecs are able to do so, does it scream a dead under in the national title game tonight?
2: It could, but also if we're looking for one of those angles here, maybe try to get it after Yukon. UConn, 313th in the nation, Bennett fouling here. So that's one of those where you could pick up extra points from the free throw line. That's certainly going to come into play. And also, what does that mean? Well, UConn might be getting into a little bit of foul trouble. If you can get Sunogo in a little bit of foul trouble, Klingon in a little bit of foul trouble here, that could work in your favor. And also, you know what I like best here is when you have a team like San Diego State, which is down with about five to six mm-hmm. minutes ago, look like FAU was, was punching their ticket into the final that's a team that didn't give up and scraped and clawed and got every offensive rebound they could possibly get and also is there anything bigger momentum wise than hitting a game winning shot at the buzzer to send yourself into the finals this is a team Ben that's going to be playing into the second half maybe down double digits to UConn but they're not going to give up they have the blueprint for success here and we'll see if they can use that tonight against UConn
1: DRS entering Final Four weekend. Adama Sonogo was the favorite to win the tournament's most outstanding player around a $2 number. Entering the entirety of this 2023 men's big dance, he was 40-1. to It was tied for the 12th best price. I thought maybe there would be some value, DRS, in this market, seeing as Connecticut is now a minus-335 money line favorite to at least win a national championship outright against San Diego State. Well, Sonogo is in an odds-on category as well, minus 160. So DRS, is there any value in any of those other spots to win the tournament's most outstanding player tonight?
2: I, I don't know if there is here. And, and hear me say this, because if we're just looking in the tournament itself here, you know, 28 points, 24, 18, 10, and 21, maybe there was a little bit of a glimpse there after the Gonzaga game. You only had 10 points, but certainly erased that with a dominant performance against Miami. If we have a win by UConn, yeah. what is somebody going to have to do on UConn's side here outside of Sunogo? He's going to have to go for eight points, and some of the Hawkins are going to have to go for 35-plus points, which includes a late three-pointer to push them over the top. It seems to me, if Sonogo goes out there, Ben, 12 points in six assists excuse me 12 points and six rebounds that's probably good enough to get it done as long as UConn wins the game
1: absolutely so and when you look at San Diego State DRS, their length on the perimeter is why their defense is top five in terms of efficiency but down low inside Nathan Menza has a very tall order tonight for SDSU And trying to contain Adama Sonogo. He is averaging more than 20 points per game in this big dance. Nearly 10 boards per game as well. Three of the five victories for the Huskies. He has recorded a double-double. So on the other side, DRS, for San Diego State, Matt Bradley. Was that leading charge for most of the game for the Aztecs? Lamont Butler hit the game winner at the buzzer to send SDSU into the national title. But you can see the 21 points from Matt Bradley paced San Diego State on Saturday night. DRS, who do you think needs to step up offensively and lead that charge for the Aztecs this evening?
2: It's got to be Matt Bradley again, no question about it. Now, he has been invisible the previous two games playing against Creighton and Alabama, but really rose to the occasion with 21 points against Florida Atlantic. I'm always a you know the type of person that's like, you know what, we'll look at some of the numbers. He's a double-digit scorer, but give me the guy riding the hot hand. Coming out of that game, is Matt Bradley going like, oh man, I hope I don't revert to the two-point game I had against Creighton. Like, no, give me the basketball at 21 points. I'm hot, I can keep us in this. And also, I'm not looking for a guy that's going to make his money down on the low block because Sonogo and Klingen is certainly going to erase that. I need a guy that's fluid outside of the perimeter with a legitimate chance to knock down three-point shots and also get to the free-throw line, as we said, with UConn being a team that does foul. I'm looking towards Matt Bradley's over half at a minus 106 price of the FanDuel Sportsbook. If Bradley doesn't get to 12 points, they have no shot at winning this. He's got to be a catalyst tonight, Ben.
1: It's a great point, DRS. If San Diego State is going to continue this improbable run by pulling off what seems impossible at this point in beating Connecticut outright, they will need a ton offensively matt bradley a combined eight points drs against bama and creighton sweet 16 elite 8 action 21 points in the biggest stage of the year in the final four how will that be replicated tonight in a national championship game where drs uconn has won every game so far in this big dance by at least 13 points will we see another connecticut victory by at least double digits
2: Yes, we will see that. They will win this basketball game. They will cover with margin. And, Ben, I know you're very influential out here on Twitter and also with the college basketball higher-ups. 9.20 start time tonight. Help your boy. There's a thing called the early line where we got to wake up early. Help us out, Ben. Come on, put the good word in for us. Man.
1: DRS, I don't understand why college athletics are married to Monday night national championship games that start much later than they need to, I understand we need the West Coast audience involved as well. But what about an 830 PM Eastern time, that's why DRS when I say about 14 hours. I know this guy's gonna host the early line, (laughs) Kev's gotta be on the early line. But DRS, I know you will have the second screen up tonight for myself and James Young in game live bracket central national championship special. (sighs) Speaking of the coach, DRS, JY is here next. Donnie. Enjoy the festivities tonight. More of the morning after up next.
0: Sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com.
1: national championship monday live right here on the morning after on sports Grid. i am ben stevens our coach james young joins us live right now we were together for a six hour final four marathon on saturday night live right here on the spiz Grizz, 6 p.m eastern until midnight on in-game live bracket central jy i had so much fun that not only are you here of course on the morning after a cherished guest on this program but we'll do it again tonight Starting at 9 p.m. Eastern time, a national championship edition of In-Game Live Bracket Central. J.Y., no other person I would want to round out the year in college hoops with than with you live following everything in a national title game on a Monday night in Houston.
3: Well, poor Donnie Wrightside. He won't even make it maybe to opening tip. You know, one shining moment will be seen by 9 a.m. tomorrow morning by Donnie Wrightside, but that's okay. I will be loaded up on caffeine from some coffee, and Big Ten Ben and I will guide you like nobody's business. Three hours. Three hours. That's like a warm-up laugh compared to what we did on Saturday. Come on.
1: Yeah, that's nothing. Three hours is nothing. It's going to be something, though. It's going to be a ton of fun again. Join us on our National Championship Edition of in-game live bracket central tonight here on sports grid starting at 9 p.m. Eastern we bring you up until the end of the national championship around midnight Eastern. We hope national title Monday in the men's NCAA tournament national championship Sunday yesterday JY in the women's NCAA tournament a tournament that has done numbers for the NCAA tournament overall. We have seen the most-watched games in the history of the women's big dance, culminated by a national title game yesterday. And, J.Y., the action on the floor is one thing. The conversation off of it has dominated social media over the last 16, 18 hours or so. First, LSU wins outright as a a three-and-a-half-point underdog, 102-85, for the Tigers' first-ever national championship in program history the 102 points jy the bayou Bengals scored yesterday the most ever in division one ncaa tournament history for a national title game it was the fourth national championship for kim mulkey her first and only her second year at lsu that's all the accolades on the court jy but the conversation off of it is what is dominating headlines some celebrations and some porous Horrible officiating. So JY, with everything in that microcosm of yesterday from a national championship in Dallas, what stands out to you most?
3: That we're talking about all the things we shouldn't be talking about. And that what should have been talked about is the play of Caitlin Clark, who was sensational in the first quarter with 14 points, 30 points, 8 made 340s. Some of them I think she shot with her eyes closed. That should be number one. The dominance of Angel Reese, who at 15 and 10, had a quiet game by her standards. Kim Mulkey winning her fourth national championship and doing it with two bigs. Nobody talking about Ladeja Williams. I went with over 10 points. She got the 20 last night. But all the focus is on the officiating and the actions of Angel Reese mocking and going after Caitlin Clark. And that's a shame because it took away an exciting women's tournament, something that the game was on ABC yesterday, okay? And it probably outdrew a lot of other games and a lot of other events going on. So that is the sad part about this because right now these two players on the screen, that you see along with both teams should be absolutely celebrated for the runs that they had towards a national championship game.
1: More history for Caitlin Clark. Those eight three-pointers yesterday against the Bayou Bengals, the most ever in a national title game. She had 41 points in back-to-back performances, including the impossible upset of South Carolina on Friday, a game that drew 5.5 million viewers. The highest rated college basketball game, men's or women's, on the ESPN family of networks dating back to 2018. It was the most watched sporting event, JY, on ESPN outside of football in nearly a year. A tournament that should have been culminated with only positivity Instead, the referees taking away from the outcome of the game. LSU was sensational. The refs did not make Iowa lose by 17 points, but they're a part of the conversation, sadly. A technical foul on Caitlin Clark in the final minute and a half of the third quarter that was preposterous. And Angel Reese celebrating, who, J.Y., across sports, we highlight, especially men, we highlight especially men for their fire, for their passion, for their competitive drive that leads them to excel that is angel reese there is a reason why she had 15 points and 10 boards yesterday for her 34th double double of the season the most ever men's or women's in a single season in division one college basketball history caitlin clark did the you can't see me in the elite eight to louisville angel reese did it yesterday maybe at the end a tad of celebrating too much but that is angel reese And that competitive spirit is why we celebrate the greatest in sport. So, J.Y., just slightly a shame that that is the conversation, not the impressive 102 points scored by the Bayou Bengals, an NCAA tournament national championship game record. All right, J.Y., we turn the page now to a national title game on this Monday night in Houston in the 2023 men's ncaa tournament jy it has been the most chaotic ncaa tournament on record the first ever where we reached a final four without a one two or three seed it's the number four seed yukon on one side it's the number five seed san diego state on the other jy if you had to try to sum up the madness that has been this march now into the first couple of days of april how did we get to this national championship game on a monday night
3: Pure madness, all over the place, except for one, and that's UConn. Their dominance has been something that has really impressed me. I did have them going to the Final Four, so I'm not shocked they're here. How they're doing it is the next part. This is a team that could score well offensively, and they can lock you down. Defensively, they have been borderline dominant, and you have to wonder this game if it's San Diego State and you're Brian Dutcher, you gotta win the first 10 to 16 minutes. You gotta be in the game, you gotta be close because this can't be what happened with Florida Atlantic, where Florida Atlantic was up by 10 late in the first half. That can't happen with UConn. If UConn's up by 10 in the first half, it's over because they're just going to extend that lead more and more and more. Brian Dutcher's team's got to come out to a really good start. So if you're backing a team like San Diego state, maybe the first to 10, maybe the first to 20 points, maybe something you may want to play because if they're not winning early and they're behind eight, 10 points, it could be over really fast.
1: And that's the insight and analysis you'll find all night long on our in-game live Bracket Central coverage for the national championship. He is a coach. That is why we call him coach. That is JY's brilliance right there. The scouting report and breakdown for a national championship game. So, JY, as you look at the tail of the tape for Connecticut and San Diego State, the construction of these two teams, where do you think the single biggest matchup advantage is tonight? And who does it favor?
3: You know where I'm going. Adonis Sinogo. Hello. I mean, at the end of the day, that guy has been dominant. And it's been different, Ben, because it's not just his ability in the low post. It's catch the ball at the elbow. One dribble, get to the hoop. It's his ability to run, pick and roll, action. Watch what happens tonight, folks. I saw, we saw against Florida Atlantic, a lot of switching off, Hmm. especially likes. So if you can let a guy like Jackson off a ball screen and you roll Sunogo and now Sunogo's got Butler on him or Johnson on him, this ain't Vlad Golden. That's over. So Brian is going to have to adjust the way he guards ball screens because I expected hot and heavy. But not only that, there was a couple of times in the last game against Omir, a more athletic big than even the guys at San Diego State, where he caught it on the three-point line, ripped and got to the basket. So there's a lot of things that Adonis Sunogo can do. And this is what I'm gonna tell people right now. I'm not even gonna wait for you to ask me the question. Okay. If you like UConn on the money line, don't even go to minus 345. Just take Sunogo at minus 160 to win the MVP. If they win, we know who's getting the award. You're getting a dollar and a half cheaper. Just take Adonis Sunogo to be most outstanding player minus 160 and that's probably the best way to play if you're thinking about anything with uconn in the money line
1: and some of the value has been sapped out of that market as well jy but it is a better price again it's most outstanding player for the ncaa tournament not just who performs at the highest level in this national championship game. And Adama Sinogo is averaging more than 20 points per game, nearly 10 boards per game. He has had three double doubles in the five NCAA tournament victories for the Huskies to reach this national title on a Monday. But, J.Y., you know well, from that coaching perspective, where SDSU's bread is buttered is on the defensive side of the basketball floor. You mentioned what Brian Dutcher might have to do in terms of those adjustments to try to just slow down Adama Sinogo. What does San Diego State need to do defensively tonight to keep this game competitive?
3: They got to load the paint up, and they got to send people at Sunogo, and then they got to hope that it's like a great performance from the three-point line when they couldn't yeah. knock down shots. That's got to be the recipe for San Diego State. Half court basketball, make it go to SunoGo, send the double team, throw it out, hope guys like Caravan and Hawkins are missing threes. So that could be something to look at. Is maybe the Caraban or Suno uh, or Hawkins to make over their three point prop? That could be a sneaky prop to look at. As San Diego State will probably have to send a second person at SunoGo in the low post.
1: When you look at Jordan Hawkins tonight, to make three pointer to make three-pointers three is favored at minus 114. For Alex Caravan, a plus 410 number. Quickly here, J.Y., on the other side, for the Aztecs offensively, who needs to have the biggest night offensively if San Diego State is going to look to pull off the upset or at least cover a seven-and-a-half-point spread?
3: I'm going to go with two. It's Bradley and Butler, and here's what's based off of Who is Jackson not guarding? Because Jackson is one of the best defenders in the country. Whoever he's guarding, the other guy has got to be the one that goes off. Because if Jackson stays out of foul foul trouble, he, what I talked about before, Dan Hurley is the warden, right? Jackson is the head guard in regards to, he's going to lock that dude up. So whoever he guards, go with the other guy. Also, you got to get a better game out of Trammell. He was very quiet in the semifinals he has to score this will not be a low scoring game tonight
1: nine and a half points for Darion Tramiel he was the guy that got to the foul line against Creighton to send San Diego State to the final four it was Lamont Butler at the buzzer to send the Aztecs to their first ever national championship JY I'll see you live right here in studio 9 p.m. Eastern time tonight. Our national title edition of In Game Live, Bracket Central. Here on the morning after, though, J.Y., take us to break. Hit the fadeaway for one final time of this college basketball season. More TMA next.
0: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com
1: channel 159 that is the home for sports grid radio on sirius xm all across the spiz grizz network that is sports grid i am ben stevens thank you for joining us here to start off your new week a new week that begins with a national title game tonight in houston texas connecticut in san diego state uconn here looking for their fifth national championship game In the last 24 years, the four previous, the Huskies have won in the last 23 years, already the most in college basketball in that span, looking to add to that historic tally. San Diego State has been on a historic run. Their first ever trip to an Elite Eight, Final Four, and now it ends in a national championship game. So we wanted to hear from you and how you perceive this national final tonight on a Monday in H-Town. We do that in fade the public. UConn has been dominant throughout this NCAA tournament run. Five victories for the Huskies, all five by at least 13 points. An average margin, of victory of nearly 21 points per game. UConn is a seven and a half point favorite against San Diego State. The over under currently stands at 132 and a half. Both numbers have been on the move since this line opened up late on a Saturday evening just about 48 hours ago. So as it stands right now, what is the best bet for this national championship game? That's what we asked you at Sports Grid TV on Twitter. And most of the public going with UConn, laying seven and a half points. About 45% of the public, in fact, going with Connecticut, backing them as the favorites. But San Diego State, as the dog, has the second most votes in our fade the public poll. I think the over is enticing tonight if UConn controls the pace. Plenty more to come, even live from Houston in our national championship preview in hour number two, up next, live right here on the Morning App.